Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. back to the Lifting You Higher podcast. I'm Jessica, joined by my co-hosts, Brenda, and we are so happy to have you guys join us today. Um, so we've talked about daddy issues in the past, and we've talked about, um, yeah, how that can really um, hinder your relationship with Father God. And so today we're going to talk about mommy issues and how that relates to the Holy Spirit. That's right. In fact, this um, topic came from a podcast listener. And so if you have ideas that you'd like us to talk about, please feel free to put them um, on our website, Lifting You Higher. No, I'm sorry, our Facebook page, Facebook page yes. excuse me, our Facebook page called Lifting You Higher Podcast. And do remember to add that last part podcast on there. And just shoot us a message of topic ideas because this came from a listener and we thought this is an awesome topic to talk about. Yes. In fact, I don't know if we're going to be able to cover it all in one podcast. It may turn into a two-parter. But um, so please feel free to shoot us ideas because um, they're good ideas. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, if you guys didn't know, we do have an email address where you can send us emails to if you um, would rather do that. Um, it's the same name, liftingyouhigherpodcast at gmail.com. Um, be sure to add the podcast part. Like she said, that's really important because it won't get to us otherwise. Otherwise, it's going to go to like a dance troupe. <laughs> Or like it was a weight lifting. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, don't don't for, don't forget the podcast part. Yes. It's really important the word. But anyway, so we're going to talk about mommy issues today. And um, first of all, I just you know I just want people not to feel condemned if you're a mother. Okay, and 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 you don't feel like you're the perfect mother. Don't uh, where that's not our in our intention is not to bring condemnation upon anyone. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, we are a people that are saved by Jesus, but we're trichotomy. Mm-hmm. We're a body. You know, we're all sitting here in a physical form. I've got arms, legs, and a head. And we're spiritual, which is what we're going to be talking about today. And we're also a um, solical. And our soul is our mind, will, and emotions. Yes. So we're made of those three things. So when we do accept Jesus, we do become a new creation in, in Jesus Christ, as it says in Second Corinthians 5.17. But we also still carry around those other two parts, Mm -hmm. the body and the soul. If if we didn't, if Jessica was eight months pregnant through, um, let's see, you got pregnant through fornication. I mean, let's just use the F word. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She gets saved. She accepts Jesus Christ as her savior. She's still going to be pregnant. Yeah. Okay. She's in another month. She's going to be popping out a baby because it's physically, it's still physically there. Okay. And so we still need to, and, and the Bible talks a lot about, um, taming the flesh. So we need to tame the flesh. And part of taming the flesh is dealing with mommy issues because we live in a corrupt world and sometimes corruption enters into people that are mothers mm-hmm. and then it's transferred on to their children. And so we need to 
attain that, we need to overcome it, get rid of it so that we can walk in freedom because that's what Jesus Christ was all about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I completely agree. So you go first because you got you had some wonderful points here that I okay. thought were awesome. Yeah. Um, so how do you identify? How do yeah. you identify? So yeah. So let's about. identify um, if you have a motherhood wound, like a wound from your mother. Um, if your mom um, just wasn't there for you on an emotional level, like she was there physically, but just didn't cater to your emotional needs. We are emotional beings, like Brenda said. Um, you might have a mother wound if um, you were reluctant to turn to your mother for comfort or security. Um, not not in a, like a, a teenager way. Not, you know, because like te- if when we're teens, we're like, ah, I don't need my mom. I don't need my parents at all. I, I got this. Just like if she like for the first example, if she wasn't there, then you were reluctant to turn to her. Um, if you doubted that you had your mother's approval, so you were always trying to be perfect. Um, or if you felt nervous and frightened around your mother, that's a that's a, a serious one. And all I'm going to share a story later about that one. Um, if your mother um, expected you to take care of her physical or physically or emotionally. So if your mom was dependent on you to take care of things. Yeah. So I know that um, for me, I hit on several of these right here because I like, like, um, you know, I have to tell you, you know, not to get this. This was a real hard podcast for me because this is some of the issues that I came out of that I was delivered from, from with Jesus Christ. And um, like the first time I remember my mother telling me that she loved me was about two weeks before I turned 21. Wow. So that was, you know, that, that, um, I mean, I know she took care of me, you know, we always had food and clean clothes and a warm bed and, you know, was, were, was provided for, but and never abuse. Um, like, well, I guess it'd be abusive now. We got spankings, but yeah. it was, we were, we earned those spankings. <laughs> we did stuff yeah. that, you know, <laughs> you need a spanking for that. And so, but I mean, you know, so that was a whole nother era, genre yeah. era. But anyway, um, but you know, but there was not the affection, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. that, um, that we're talking about on some of these issues that Jessica just wrote, just spoke about. And so, um, you know, that's, that's, and, you know, the lack of approval, mm-hmm. you know, just that's it. I mean, it was like, I, I really struggled with that. And that was something that I had to, that Jesus had to walk me out of. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just like we, as like when we're babies, that's how we grow is when we have affection and, and are nurtured. And if that's not there, it messes us up for the whole I mean, it causes other, um, like diseases and like, it's not, it's not a healthy, it's, it's not healthy for us to be unnurtured from our mother and father. Right. Well, and it just opens the door for other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know that when we talked about daddy issues, you know, um, I don't ever remember my father telling me he loved me. I mean, I, I don't, I really don't ever remember that. And when he was going to he passed away from lung cancer and, I really wanted to not carry any unforgiveness in my heart. And we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Any unforgiveness in my heart towards him because of that. 
and um and uh god did a miraculous i mean this is why i know jesus is real yeah because god did a miraculous in um a miracle in my heart that allowed me to forgive him and not hold any un any unforgiveness any hatred any anger I mean, I was completely delivered from that. And I remember the exact day. I remember I can take you physically where I was. Um, It wasn't even this state. It was in the state of Kansas. I can tell you exactly where I stood when it happened. So I know Jesus is real. When after that happened, I remember thinking, okay, Holy Spirit, can you do it for me and with my with the stuff I have in my heart towards my mother, can you do that for me right now? And the voice of the Holy Spirit spoke very clear to me and said, "No, we're going to walk that one out." Yeah, this was a freebie <laughs> because you're we were under a time crunch because when you have lung cancer, cancer and it's untreatable, you are unfortunately under yeah. a limited amount of time. And so I was like, "This one was free, but we're going to walk out the mother issues." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Darn, that sucks." <laughs> I'd much rather just have an instantaneous healing than have to walk that yes. sucker out. Because I know that means I'm going to have to do work. And I'm going to have to open some doors in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to really look at some stuff instead of it just being miraculously washed away. Yeah. And so I was like, well, okay, let's do it then. <laughs> if it's got to be, it's got to be. It doesn't matter. It's not like I'm, I'm going to go kicking and screaming. It's going to happen whether I like it or not. I might as well put a song yes. in my heart and a smile on my face and get after it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, so sometimes we aren't healed miraculously from our issues. We have to walk them out. And it's not because God wants to punish us. It's because he needs us to recognize what is there. Because mm-hmm. so, we are good at denial. We are. And, um, and cover up. We mm-hmm. are, we, that comes naturally. <laughs> and, yeah. and so he does it for that. And he also does it to deepen the relationship that we have with him. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're a little child, God showed me an example of this. When you're a little child and he, and someone ties your shoes for you every day, because you, you can't figure it out with your fingers. Don't quite work that way. Yeah. And it looks so confusing. And so every day someone ties your shoes and it's like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> My shoes are tied. I'm ready to go. And then one day somebody says, okay, now I'm going to show you how you t- tie your shoes. And you're like, oh, but it's Ooh, too hard. Nice. I don't understand it. My fingers don't want to work that way. But it's so that you mature. And in the maturing process of learning how to tie your shoes, you become more mature. And that's the same principle with when Jesus wants to walk you out of something. It's because he wants you to become mature. He wants you to see the deliverance and mm-hmm. see the power of the word of God. And so um, so don't feel like you're being punished because God wants you to walk this out with him. Mm-hmm. It's because he wants you to mature. He wants you to see the power in the word of God and the power in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so that's just, I got off on yeah. that, didn't I? No, that's okay. It's okay. okay. So, yeah. so what happens when you're adult? So, you know, these are the things you, what Jessica just said are things that are like in the moment. Mm-hmm. This is in the moment what's happening. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, you, you may be a child not understanding it, but these are the things that are happening in the moment, even maybe as an adult and you haven't even recognized it, yeah. but these are in the moment issues. So what are some of the issues that you may recognize now you're a grown woman you're not in the house with your mother you're on your own or in another marriage in a marriage or whatever Mm -hmm. that you can now look back and say okay these are some characteristics that I deal with 
some and so now I'm I must realize that I may have some mommy issues. Yeah. So here they are. As first as you have trust issues. Mm-hmm. You really have a problem trusting people. Yeah, that's a big one. It's just and ooh. <laughs> I'm raising my hand on that one. Um you need you have a need for constant assurance or validation. Mm-hmm. Um you suffer with jealousy maybe. And you may not have all of these, but you may, you're going to have some of them. Yeah. Um, you have a negative self-esteem or a lack of confidence, or you don't see yourself accurately. That We kind of lump that all one together. So yeah. a negative self-esteem, a lack of confidence, or you don't see yourself accurately. So another issue might be jealousy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the one that we kind of lumped three things all together with. That was negative self-esteem, a lack of confidence, or you don't see yourself accurately. Yeah. Um, another one is, and by not seeing yourself accurately, that might be like you might not think yourself very to be very smart because maybe someone, maybe mm-hmm. your mom always said, you know, you're not smart, or yeah, you, that's you know, a good you one. have, you know, you, you just yeah. aren't, you know, as you're never going to be an A student, something like that. Um, you're overly sensitive. Ooh. You know, thin-skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be, you know, because. You, that's just an issue you're going to work, you might be identifying with. You have fear of or are replicating the same mother bond relationship with your own children. So if you had mommy issues and now you're, you're having children and you're like, you have that big fear, I don't want to be like my mother, or you find that you are being like your mother. You know, there's a great principle about you become what you focus on. That's good. So if I wow. focus on you know, that I had a mother, let's say, that was horrible. And we're we're also not talking about physical abuse. We no. probably need to make that caveat, too, is that, you know, there's a difference between physical and emotional abuse. And we're not talking about crossing that line. If, if When you cross that line, there is, that is not right. And that is wrong. And you should move yourself out of that situation. Yes. But, um, but when you become a mother and you are still carrying around mommy issues, I know that's a great pressure on you. You know, you, you psychoanalyze everything you do, you know, it was like, okay, was that like, do I sound like my mom, you know, when I said that, or, you know, am I behaving like her? I don't want to be like her, you know? So these are, you know, when you have that constant little thing in your head, that's a sign. That's a flag. Um, you have an inability to Mm -hmm. self-soothe. Yeah. So just like soothe your emotions because your, your motherhood bond, your bond with your mother teaches you how to soothe teaches you how to how to when you know when you're nervous or frightened teaches you how to self-soothe yes and then a lack of emotional awareness yeah you know you just it's like you you well that kind of (laughs) self-explanatory (laughs) self-explanatory oh my how fun yeah so um yeah so we kind of touched on the trichotomy and i just wanted to mention this um so when when we talk about the trichotomy is father Jesus and then Holy Spirit. Um, and when we have those mommy issues in the past, it, um, we have a hard time sometimes believing that the Holy Spirit is there. Um, because um, Father God, of course, represents our Father. We have the same ties to that. Jesus is like our friends or our cohorts. And then the Holy Spirit is um, representative of our mother because he's comforting. Um, so when you when you feel like you could never please your mom or could never do anything right, we often feel like we can't ever please the Holy Spirit or um, we're always trying to be perfect. And so sometimes you just stay away from mentioning the Holy Spirit or or talking to the Holy Spirit. 
Um, I did want to mention a story if if that's all right. Okay, yes, yes. Okay. So um, my husband and I were in the process of, well, we, we wanted to adopt. So we went through the state and we had um, this beautiful 10-year-old girl come stay with us for a little while. Her name was Mariah. And she had a lot of mommy issues, a lot of daddy issues because she was abused by both physically and emotionally. But I'm just going to touch on the emotional. But um, so um, she stayed with us and she was very jealous of um, Jeff and I's like touch or when we would hug. She wouldn't she didn't want any of that. And she just wanted to be in a uh, just a mom in her relationship. Um, so which kind of pulled Jeff and I apart a little bit. But um, she was the mother of the house. She took care of her two younger brothers. She took care of her mom. She, like we had mentioned, like she was the one taking care of everything. So then she in turn had all of the issues. Um, She did have trust issues. She needed constant assurance, you know, all of the things that we've listed. Um, So it happens. And I'm so that and it was all because. When she was a baby, she was never held. She was never, you know, loved. Um, all of that. So I just wanted to mention that um, just because it's it's rough. And then dealing with the, like, in her future, near future, she's going to have to be healed from that. Mm-hmm. And she's with an amazing, loving, caring uh, family right now that who adopted her. So I'm not worried about her. But I know just in her future, she's going to have to be, become delivered from those issues if she wants to live, you know, a, a truly healthy life with the Holy Spirit and with um, Father God. So, Well, and that's a good point because whereas that's an example of someone that had a hard time or is is having a hard time accepting the um, presence in the, the third person mm-hmm. of the trichotomy of the Father God, Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. For me, it was exactly the opposite. Mm-hmm. I was like, you mean there's someone that stays with me all the time? <laughs> there's someone that comforts me. There's someone that goes comes beside me, yeah. and, and encourages me, and tells me I am loved, and and um, you know, is my support, my emotional support. <laughs> yeah. There's 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 something like that, and um, I was like, I want that. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, after I accepted Jesus as my savior, I was God was so good to me. He put me in a group of people that you know, um, understood the truth about the Holy Spirit and were practicing it and I got to see it. And I was like, I want that. Mm-hmm. I remember specifically making the decision. I want that Holy Spirit because I see that's a good thing. Yeah. And I, I've never had that. I want that. And, um, and so that was, that's the flip side of the coin where I was like, you know, I can't imagine not, I can't imagine trying to walk the Jesus walk yeah. without the Holy Spirit. I mean, how do you do that? And yeah. I mean, how do you do right. that? I don't, and so when I got that, when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and, and I, and I had that relationship that I now have with him, it was like, it's like, this is filled every nook and cranny. Mm-hmm. That never got filled. Yeah. And it was like, I am, I'm hooked. I, you know, so I'm not going anywhere, you yeah. know. And, and I, and so that's, 
that's so important. And, and if that's something that you've struggled with, then I encourage you to, um, really pray about it to God because, oh my goodness, if you start praying to God about wanting to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you better hold on because it's going to happen. <laughs> hold on tight. It's coming. It's going to happen. Yeah. And, and, um, there is so many literature out there that you could read that are there. In fact, I know there's one specific book that I, I always push. I'm like a pusher <laughs> of this book is called, um, the promise of the father. And it's written by a guy named Dr. Garnet Pike. Oh my gosh, get this book and read it because this is a, this book you can trust to represent what the Bible says about the Holy spirit. Yeah. And then there's also the, this book called the Bible that you could read that will tell you about the Holy spirit. <laughs> yes. And so, um, it's just because that is what, when we try to make it without that, that's what opens the door mm-hmm. for um, the enemy to come in and twist things and make it worse and um, and prevent your, your healing and, and deliverance in yeah. these issues. And um, so just highly recommend it. That's my, mm-hmm. that's my commercial yeah and i just wanted to mention if you think that you don't have mommy issues if you're if you're listening saying oh i don't have any mommy issues but if you have a hard time talking to the holy spirit experiencing the holy spirit i just want to encourage you to just take some quiet time and i want you to ask father god if there's any lies that you're believing if there's anybody that you need to forgive um, and just walk through that because sometimes we rep- repress those memories and we're like, oh, I had a great childhood. Like my mom cared for me. But if there, if you have a hard time with Holy Spirit, just ask, um, just sit and pray and ask God um, why and just, and just walk through that. I just wanted to encourage you guys with that. Yeah. So, um, so the next thing we're going to talk about and um, gosh, man, I, 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 I wanted to talk about the, um, what are some steps for being healed of mommy issues? Yeah. But we're... Oh, no, we have we have time. You have time? Yeah. Okay. So, because this is so important. Mm-hmm. And we and we just kind of touched on that. So, the first step is that you just have to admit that it happened. Yeah. And and you're not throwing shade on anybody. No. You know, um, listen, sometimes people that become mothers come out of stuff that's even worse than what you went through. Yeah. You know, and they're just doing the best job that they can do. Yeah. And... Um, and so it's not so much that they're doing it to you, mm-hmm. even though they are doing it to you. Yeah. It's just that they're trying to do the best they can do. And sometimes that is not, it's not very good. And you end up getting the short end of the stick. Yes. So you, you just have to admit that it happened in, mm-hmm. in almost like a, for me, it's, it's like a, it's like, let's just look back at the past and say, okay, this is what happened. Not, not condemning anybody, but just admitting it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there was this. This never happened. This always happened. Yeah. These were some, you know, childhood. I'll tell you, when you know when you got issues is when you start, when you can remember childhood declarations. Yep. Those right there will be a big flag because it's like, when you say, and what's a childhood declaration? Let me tell you what a childhood declaration is. That is when you're like nine or 10 and you say, and you start thinking things like, I will never mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. Or I will always make sure this. Mm-hmm. When you have those type of statements in your life, and now as an adult, you're walking them out, that means that some there were some issues. You're carrying some issues yeah. that are um, that came from... <laughs> your childhood 
And um, when they relate to your mommy, then that's what we're talking about. Yep. And so, in fact, mommy is such a foreign word for me sometimes. Um, you yeah. know, because it's like, uh, you know, it's like I had a hard time with the word daddy until I got delivered, you know, from mm-hmm. that. And now it's like, and so, um, but anyway, so you first just have to admit that it happened. Hey, it happened. Not throwing shade on anybody. Right. This is what went down. Yeah. It's a fact. Okay. Then once you've done that, you have to really, well, nothing gets better without Jesus. Okay. (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) I mean, that's an easy, I mean, that's just, that's just it. Nothing gets better without Jesus. If you have not accepted Jesus as your savior, then you need to accept Jesus as your savior. And it, and it's, and it's so easy. All you have to do is just say, Jesus, I want you. Mm -hmm. I accept you as my savior. I, I, I turn away from those things of the world that I thought were going to help me, and I give it all to you. You are my deliverer, my healer, mm-hmm. my everything. That's all you have to do. Just it's make easy. up your own prayer. Yeah. There's no, like, magic words to it. There's nothing you have to say. But just say, Jesus, I need you, and he'll come. And then find a church. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, important. And get hooked in. Mm-hmm. So... You've got to find a church to get hooked into. Yeah. There's just, so there's, that's just the bottom line. Lone wolves don't make it. We mm-hmm. talked about that a hundred times. Um, you, you know, as a, someone that is just born again in Jesus Christ, you cannot do it on your own. Mm-hmm. You've got to be hooked in. And, um, and so we cannot say that enough. <laughs> yes. Say that enough. Yes. So, um, then you have to learn to love yourself. Now we and we had a whole podcast about that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. So okay. um, scroll back through and and listen to that. Yeah, because the last commandment he gave us is love yourself as you love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. I'm yes. sorry, I got that twisted around. <laughs> Let me requote it correctly. <laughs> yes. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So yes. we must learn to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we're narcissistic. Well, that's not what we're talking about. No. We're talking about the fact that. We just walk in love. That is love for ourselves. We're not going to harm ourselves anymore. We're not going to abuse ourselves anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and in turn, what I do for myself, I do for my neighbor. Yeah. Okay. So then here comes the big one. We have to forgive. Mm-hmm. We have to forgive our mother. And we've had a podcast on forgiveness too. So I really encourage you guys to go back and listen because forgiveness is important. Forgiveness isn't hurting them it's only hurting you and let me tell you let me tell you a big sign if you know you need if you know you need to forgive your mother yes is that um is that when you visit or when she visits you feel and and again we're talking about adulthood here yes we're not talking about children we're talking about adulthood is that you get a um a um uncomfortable feeling in your stomach okay it's like Okay. Or sometimes you become like the master organizer of, of the event, yes. you know, so that you make sure that there's always a pile of people in the room. So that it's just not like a one-on-one kind like of a, a buffer. thing. Yeah. Yeah. you got buffer. Pe- mm-hmm. Exactly. you got buffer people going around. So it's not just you and her or, um, you, you start to feel anxiety and stress when you know it's coming up. And you're like, okay, I can do this. You know, I can do all things in Christ. Yes. You know, it's like, so when you've got that, I don't even know how to put it in words. I just know, you yes. know, it's the stirring up uh, inside you. Mm-hmm. Know that that is unforgiveness. I, I, I'm sorry to tell you, yeah. but that is unforgiveness. 
And I know because I've been there before. I know that. I know when I've got that. It's like, okay, I've got something in here that is is not right. Mm -hmm. And it's probably that I'm harboring some unforgiveness towards this person. And I need to get rid of it. And so, like Jessica said, we've had podcasts on unforgiveness. And you just need to, um, you need to face it. And it's not as painful as you think it's going to be. No. That's the funny thing about getting rid of unforgiveness is we think it's going to be really painful. Like, you know, like, ugh. Yeah. But it's almost like once you just admit it so and free. surrender it, like, it's, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's like, why was I carrying that baggage yes. around forever? It's like, it's so freeing. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not me. It's, it's all on him. Yes. And he's taking it for me. And he's making it right. I, you know, alpha women, <laughs> let me just speak to you for a minute. Because <laughs> I've got you, girlfriend. Is you cannot fix this. Mm-mm. Only he can. And you cannot fix the person that you harbor the unforgiveness towards. Mm-hmm. Only he can. Yes. So you must give it over to him mm-hmm. so that he can fix it. As long as you insist upon carrying it, it is not going to get fixed. Mm-mm. That's it. No, it's not. And I um, I know we had a whole podcast on this, but I just walked through this recently um, because I had unforgiveness and I thought I had forgiven a friend who left and I had unforgiveness. And man, I felt so free after because when I finally recognized it, I was like, I'm protecting myself and I'm protecting another friend from this, this old friend. And I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. So walking through, because I wanted to hold on. I wanted to have that resentment and I just wanted to be frustrated for a little bit while longer until I realized that's only hurting me. It's only injuring myself. You know, like I'm, I'm the only one going through this. (laughs) Like the other person doesn't know that I I have unforgiveness or that I'm like frustrated with them. So man, it's so freeing. It was like an elephant just lifted off my shoulders that I had been carrying. But I'm going to reiterate this because we've said this in the in the unforgiveness podcast. It's not like a one and done. Like it took me a good two weeks every day saying, I forgive this person. Lord, I forgive this person for their for wounding me. I forgive. And I finally it's finally gone because you tend to pick it back up because you want to carry it and be, you know, frustrated. So, uh, And I know for me, the, the tell that told me that I had completely been set free from unforgiveness is towards uh well towards my mother specifically mm-hmm. is that when you know when you're delivered when you can look back and you can think oh my gosh she did the best she could do yeah. you know so it's okay mm-hmm. it, it's like a it's like a the the um Blinders come off and you're able to see the whole picture yes. instead of just the bits and pieces of your memory. Yeah. It's like now you see the whole picture and the whole picture being her past, your past. You see it all and you think, oh my gosh, she just did the best she could. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Jesus needed me to go through that. It's called maturity. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Yep. <laughs> That's basically what it's called. Yeah. It's, it's just calling, you know, maturity. Yeah. And it was like, you see the whole picture now that you're not, you're not <laughs> clinging on to unforgiveness. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> so you, now you see the whole picture and you're like, wow. And then you think, oh, I want that for me in case 
I do something to someone else. Yes. Because that's what the Bible says. It says, you know, forgive those so that you can be forgiven. Yeah. So, oh, that's a stinger right there. Forgive those. So you're like, okay, I want, now that I see the whole picture and I, and I'm, and I'm walking in forgiveness, I want, I'm glad because now there's somebody down the line that I probably (laughs) jacked up (laughs) or did something to, and I want them to be delivered too. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to keep my nose in the unforgiveness column so that I get the same benefit. I mean, I mean, I guess it sounds kind of selfish, but so that other people can also see that for me too. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I hope that makes sense. But so, yeah, you gotta, you gotta deal with it, deal with it. And it's not as painful as you think. I Mm -hmm. promise you. It's not. Yeah. And part of that forgiveness is identifying the lies you believe, like you said, um, like she was never there for me or you saw the whole piece. Yeah. So identifying the thing, the lies that you were believing and then forgiving her and, and saying, okay, those were lies. What's the truth? Yes. 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 And then the last thing is, um, you just, sometimes you just have to set boundaries, Mm -hmm. you know, um, as an adult, you're, you know, you have to sometimes say, okay, this is, this is the, the boundaries that I set. I love you mm-hmm. without a doubt. There's no, you know, I love you. There's no, there's no question about that. But, um, this is, we can't go over this line because if we go over this line, then we're falling back into yeah. the wrong behavior, the wrong relationship, the wrong treatment. And that's not right. So here is the boundary. And then, and, and God will help you establish what the boundary is, you know? And sometimes you have to like, um, experiment. <laughs> yes. Like I know what my boundaries are, yeah. but I had to kind of, uh, some of my kind of experience, experiment, like, mm-hmm. okay, that was across the border. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't do that again. <laughs> you know? So like, here's yeah. the boundary, like, you know, um, so just establish your boundaries and ask Jesus to help you establish your boundaries. Know that, okay, we can't go across, we can't go over this. Yeah. And with love and respect, because the Bible says, um, you, it says you're supposed to honor your parents. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say honor your parents if they're good parents. Right. It just says honor your parents. Right. So with respect, you need to set boundaries mm-hmm. and love, respect and love. Yeah, I agree. Well, um, thank you guys so much for joining us. I know this was kind of a heavy topic after such a lighthearted one the last time, but um, we just felt like this was so needed. Um, And we just want to pray a blessing over each and every one of you. Um, We just pray that if you do have these mommy issues, that the Lord will just deliver you from them um, as you walk through it. And we pray pray a blessing. Um, We want you each to know that you are so loved, that you are beautiful inside and out that you are needed, and that God has a plan and purpose for your life. Um, And we just um, pray that you are blessed and that you stay safe and, and that you are delivered from